2: Today's edition of the Philly Bruce Rugby Roundtable, as part of the Lions Origin series, brought to you by our good friends at Canterbury. And today we've got the chaps from Crew and Nantwich RFC, up in Cheshire. How are we, gents? Great, absolutely stuff. brilliant, lovely. Thanks for uh, thanks for giving up some time, Andy. Do you want to just give us a bit of background on, on yourself?
1: Yeah, so uh, Andy Pemberton, um, the vice chairman of the club, oh, uh, been at the club all of my all my life, uh, from mini rugby through to senior rugby uh, coaching, uh, coached at an age, uh, age group from under sevens through to senior Colts. Uh, and then um, with men's senior rugby first team assistant coach, uh, and I, I now uh, forwards coach with the uh, with the women's team as well.
2: Fantastic. Thanks for uh, thanks for coming. on. You're welcome. And Nick, do you want to just introduce?
0: Hello, everybody. Nick Kennedy. I came over to the UK back in 93 as a college student at Receipt. And I used to get dragged out of my dorm bed on a Saturday morning and dragged up to crew to play rugby, um, where we had great banter, great cracker students. I've been around the club since then. I've been in the head coach role for the senior men and um, senior women, and um, the junior colts and now i've moved on and with the push from andy peverton into the director of rugby role
2: <laughs> uh, uh, of oh, fa- <laughs> <laughs> uh andy do you want to just give us a bit of background about the club
1: yes yeah, so uh the club's been around since uh 1922 so we celebrate our centenary uh next season 22 23 yeah, oh, the season after that. Um, so we oh, start, started life um, at, at playing out of the the Red Lion before moving around crew uh, Nantwich for a bit. Played at White House Lane in Nantwich at the cricket club, and then in ninety six we moved up to uh, Vagrant's Park, uh, Newcastle Road, and joined the, the 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 sports facility there, and we've been there ever since. Um, so we've we we boast. Um, three senior sides, uh, we've got a thriving mini-junior section, must be about 300-odd kids that play in that, which is boys and girls. Um, we have got um, a good first team, good second team, a uh, sociable side, like I say, we've got uh, a women's team that are doing really, really successful at the moment, um, and a and development squad with those as well. Uh, and we've got uh, we're just about to kick off uh, an academy this year which Nick will tell you a little bit more in a moment hopefully, uh, where we're going to try and develop under 16s through to under 18s, 19s lads and girls um, to, to to feed into into the club. Brilliant. So yeah Nick, tell us uh, tell us
2: about the academy.
0: And um, basically the the academy every year we, we, we struggle with numbers, you know, when alcohol boys and girls are found and they all start to disappear a little bit and they, we can't keep them at attention on detail. So the numbers dwell and to, to run an under 18s and under 17s and under 16s team, you need 24 players a minimum. And their numbers start around 30, and then they slowly but surely dwindle. So we thought this year we'd get them all together and really give them an experience to try and gel everybody together. So last night, it kicked off last night for the first night, and we had 65 players down. So we were able to get a load of coaches in different wow. areas wow. and highlight different special specifications for each player and really look at, you know, becoming a force in the in the, in the neighbourhood. So. Fantastic response from the boys, fantastic response from the coach. Dan Lynch is leading it. Um, he captained he the first team a few years ago as well. So we've got a really good crew in there and it's it looks fantastic. And it's all about progression. It's retaining these players, keeping them in our club. And, you know, we do have leaks away mm-hmm. with, you know, distractions of college and uni and girlfriends and everything, as I've said. But we want to get them into the senior team. So we've got a brand new head coach, James Lamar. Who is really progressive, and he wants to help out and do the same warm-ups with the Colts, uh, the academy boys and girls. This is, by the way, not just uh, boys, and they will have the same calls, the same moves. So that progression up, and the the senior players are going to assist and help in the warm-ups as well. So they get to know each other. They, you know, the whole club. We are a community, and that's what we, you know, this your fill your boots in a grassroots uh, club. That's what we want to be. We are a grassroots club, um, and it's all about the community for us.
2: Brilliant, brilliant, absolutely! I couldn't have probably put that uh, better myself. We should, we should probably end the whole thing there. <laughs> uh, so, how has the last twelve to fifteen months um, affected the club? Well, you go go for it, Nick.
0: As a director of rugby getting uh, taken on the role I've never done it before so to walk into doing risk assessments whether we're allowed to touch the ball not touch the ball allowed to be in contact face to face for more than 30 seconds 20 seconds 10 seconds. He touched that pad. He didn't touch that pad. He didn't register. I had no idea what all these committee members do. All them years I was playing, I had no idea what they were all about. Oh my God! <laughs> I'm getting payback <paid> now. <laughs> uh, yeah. it's, it it it's the, the way the rugby community's pulled together again, and the help and assistance we've got from other clubs and from the RFU has been fantastic. But not only that is. How resilient all our players are and our mums and dads and you know just to let them stand by us and support us has been brilliant. For me, it's it's been it's been a headache in that administration role, but from a heart and from commitment and what people have turned around and offered is been
1: amazing. Yeah, you learn guys who got skills with the club to to take away the responsibility and do that. And, and you know, and they're not just doing it for, um, for themselves, they're doing it for, for whoever turns up to train and, and take part in the activities. You know, you can't thank those guys. enough. for a guy, Cliff Christie, um, who, who's part of our committee, he's, he's a referee. Um, he, he He's updated all our risk assessments. and so whenever there's been a development from the RFU, he's, he's gone away he's done a, a risk assessment, amended it quickly. So then we can get that down to the, to the playing side to the boys and girls that have been playing um, so that then they can play safely. And then that gives them confidence then to come down and um, and take part in training because, you know, you, the pandemic kicked off, what, 18 months ago. And I don't think anybody could really take in what what was going to happen and and how much it affects people's confidence and, you know, and, with or how close can I get? And will I catch it? I'm going to get poorly. So you know the safe systems we put in place. You know we we did the track and trace. We, we did all of that. There's been no player to player um, cross. You know transfer of of the of the of the disease as far as we're aware. So what we've put in place has worked really really well.
2: Excellent. Glad to hear it. It seems like you've got you've got sort of everything, everything under control. So the reason why we're here is to is to chat about um, one of your Lions Origins players um, and the fact that you are a Lions Origins club. Uh, there are six hundred eighty-one Lions Origins clubs up and down the all uh, all over the world uh, that have provided uh, support or um, a place to play for for over eight hundred Lions now, um, including uh, Tom Curry who came through. Uh, crew and that which not probably not that long ago because he's not that old um and if you want to find out more about whether your club is a, a lion's origins club uh head to the lions all the canterbury website check out the map uh and if you think you should be on there drop them a line uh, and they'll they'll make sure you can uh class yourself as a lion's origins club so nick um what does it mean for the club to be uh, a lion's origins club
0: Unbelievable, you know, inspirational, motivational. I uh, had the pleasure of bringing my young lad under 11 down to Twickenham against USA. And I said, what are you wearing? He said, I'm wearing my crew on Nantwich top just in case Ben can see me. You know, the, the two of them, the, just the inspirational for our young lads coming through and what you can be. And it just shows that any grassroots club can produce a world class player. And that's what the legacy these boys have left for us. And there's others that have gone in their wake as well. But it just shows you if you're hardworking, determined, you can make it all the way to the top. And none of us are going to say we had an inspiration in it and what we did and what we didn't do. But I think as a community rugby club, we all assisted from the the car park to the groundsman to everybody just to give them a fertile place to grow. Um, I found their dad, Dave, playing in the third team at Crewe and Antwich when I was uh, coaching. And I said, what are you doing down there? Get up to the second, get up to the first team. And the engine that man has on him is unbelievable. So I can see where the two boys get it from. And um, he only asked me ever to coach once. So I've only got one coaching story. And that was, uh, unfortunately, the morning after Ireland won the Grand Slam in 2009. So I was a little bit worse for wear <laughs> when I turned up but you could tell them two boys were tearing up the grass and they loved running at each other. I, it was, I had a headache and they were giving me a headache watching them run at each other. They were phenomenal. They even <laughs> stood out then. So they're just an inspirational to, to everybody, to everybody. It just shows you what you can do when you put in hard work and graft. So I coached uh, uh, right.
1: with them in the under sevens. So uh, they're they're 23, my lad's 21, and so he came down probably a couple of years before he should have been there to to play rugby, and he was fortunate enough to be in the same age group. He was five, they were seven um, for for half for a season, and um, so you know I have got a bit of a stake of a claim there that uh, (laughs) I did. They run at that cone and run at that cone, Uh, not just me. I'm a brother, Chris. We we have to coach together, so his his boy, my boy. We we're in the same age group for a bit, but and as Nick said, they were had both of them, Ben and Tom. They were so enthusiastic and and loved playing rugby. You know, they they had a big mop of hair, they had big shirts, big shorts, and they ran at cones, they ran at people, um, and they always did it with a smile. There was you know, and and so skillful, you know, with with whatever they did, and they would showed all that all the way then through their all the way through the age groups you know, from under sevens through to under sixteens, um, they 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 did that all the way through. And they were and there were no hairs or graces. If the cones needed picking up, they picked up the cones. If the water bottles needed filling up, they filled up the water bottles, you know. So they, they were they were just grounded, well grounded down to earth boys, you know, and like the family are good people.
0: And that was the other thing Dave really kept them grounded. They did lines, man. They picked flags up and everything else. And I do remember on that morning with my hangover that uh, Ben scored a hat trick and celebrated and quickly got subbed. <laughs> we don't do that on this pitch. We do not do that on this pitch. And he was off. <laughs> so Dave kept them well and truly grounded, which, and you can see it in them today. You know what I mean? It's that respect, isn't it? All the way through. So, yeah.
2: How, how brilliant is it that you've, You've got one, one brother out in up at the moment, uh, and then one tearing it up at Twickenham on the same weekends. It must be, a, you know, it, as you've already said, it's a proud day for the club, but it, it must just be unbelievable yeah. to see both of them playing top level international rugby.
1: It is, and you always root for them both as well. You know, um, then watching against the sale, you know, um, it, it, it's, it's just nice to see them and going to watch them. We're going to watch them, um, at, at, yeah, to watch them at, at, down at Salford. Um, if they see you, they, when they come around the pits, they always come over and have a chat, you know. So my brother Chris was, he's been there with them and then chatted to him, Side. So they always remember and they always talk. Uh, last year the, year, the year before, we had a charity game down at the club for, for Mind Charity, uh, for one of the guys that unfortunately since passed away, Sam Telfer. And um, they came down and, and came and watched, you know, the game. And then afterwards, in the in the bar afterwards, mingled with with all everybody there from from the from the kids all the way through to the vets. You know, they were there. They were chatting, taking part, taking part in the auction. You know, offering some kit and memorabilia, and that just 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 shows where where the heart is. You know what I mean? And and when you see those guys run out at Twickenham or in South Africa or wherever. You always think it's a little bit crew Antwitch that's running out with them, you know what I mean? They've run at our paddock, you know, so, you know, there's a, there was always a bit of that. Very proud, very proud.
2: That that sentence there is going to be the teaser video that goes out before the, before the rest of it. That sums, that, that, that's absolutely brilliant. Um, but it's not just uh, Tom, who is a, a Lion, uh, you had a hand in Mark Plato's, uh career, 2005 Lion, and Andrew, you were saying behind or oh, off camera uh, a little story.
1: <laughs> so he, he, he probably doesn't remember it, but I remember, so a few years ago, um, he played, I think it was in the same age group as, as one of the Potts brothers. And, um, and, and the answers before Marcus went off to, to, to higher, higher levels. And um, we, I remember going to Bowdoin with, with, to, to, to have run out in the Bowdoin sevens. And I, I, I don't know why, but I took my boobs. I had, you know, I'm a loose set prop, but I took my boots for a game of sevens so because was quite mobile as a prop. But, um, and one of the pots brothers goes, um, there's that Mark Quater, he's not very good, he isn't. And then he scores, scores about 35 tries and you know, got him player in the tournament, you know, but it was quite
2: funny at the time. <laughs> <laughs> brilliant, brilliant. Uh, so sort of back to, to back to now, then. Um, how's training been over the last now since we've been able to uh have you been able to get people back on the pitch and have a run around
1: i'd reckon
2: next
0: next. yeah we've had we've had a fantastic response we've had it as i said we had a new coach james lamar who is complete old school he went out and there was no touch allowed prior to warm-up it was straight out straight into drills straight onto pads straight onto physicality and he pushed the lads and how they responded and have done for the last three weeks of this preseason, they're gonna be the fittest they've ever been. Um, we only got we only got three pukers on the first night, and it's coming down slowly.
2: the teaser. I think that's gonna be the teaser now. <laughs> <laughs> he's um but I lo- what I loved
0: about it was he got the, he's got the respect of the lads straight away. He's had the band with the lads straight away, but at the end of the session. Right lads, you're not professional. Put all the kit away. And he just turned on his heel and walked off the pitch. <laughs> they tidied everything up and put everything away. And that's what rugby's about, isn't it? You know, you, you know the New Zealand mantra: sweep the sheds. And this is why I love the game. That's what it's all about for me. Yeah.
1: And from a from a women's point of view, um, so we, we we're now training uh, two nights a week, on Monday and a Wednesday. Uh, we get around about 30 women down training uh, with all abilities. Um, and we're putting them through their paces ready for their, um, for their competition at the start. So, you know, and we've got some, some really good players. Um, and, uh, you know, so we've got Brenders lined up in, in early August. So myself with, um, with Sean Williams, um, Josh Arnold, who, who coached the guys and, uh, the captain Katie Asbury and Molly Laver and Lucy Goose. You know, we're with the and and Laura Williams is a good management group around the women, uh, and um, they're very organised. Uh, they they've got they they love they've the rugby environment, and and you know and they 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 really take that you know they take it seriously, and it's uh, the training we've been been training pre season now for three weeks, and the enthusiasm from everybody is fantastic. You know, so yeah, from a club perspective. We're, we're, we're going in the right direction, which is fantastic.
2: Uh, so we, what, go on, go on Nick, Nick. So, go on.
0: yeah, I mean, just to top that off, we've had, I've talked about the senior men, he's talked about the senior women. The, um, the, the academy Colts came back last night. And as I said, there were 65 kids out there, and we are going to be a force to be reckoned with because one of the things Andy's alluded to earlier on about, you know, RFU and Cheshire trials and stuff oh you might need to go to a bigger club and you might need to do this and you might need to do that but the Curry boys didn't and they made it all the way to the top and our lads are going to get everything that they they need to grow and progress as players athletes human beings and we're going to send them out into the world and that is our our mission this year and the junior girls will start back I think it's next Wednesday as well so we'll have a full compliment and then our mini and junior section. And as Andy said, we're up to about three hundred kids at the moment. And to come down on a Sunday morning and see that running around is fantastic because it gives you such motivation. As it, you know, as a, as a coach, you don't really get a full full um, understanding sometimes because your head is so buried in it. But when you come out and you see kids smiling and laughing and joking and the, giggling away, and that's again, it, what is it all about? It's a sport. It's fun. It's meant to be entertaining. And uh, we've definitely got that back through the club now. It's fantastic. And it,
1: it, is, it is trying to get that, all of those senior players to go down to Colts, to go down to the minis, and help out their coaching. Uh, just get around with their club tops on, so the kids go, "Who's that guy walking there? Or that's the the first team prop. That's the first team skipper. Or that's the second team uh, fire half." And then they see that, and then that encourages them to come down on a Saturday and a Sunday to watch the men and women play. You know, in '97, I have to get it in there. I haven't mentioned it yet. We got to, to Twickenham, you know, and my, you know, and, and that was just a, a massive, massive thing for the club, and that's still remembered around the club because I don't let people forget. Um, <laughs> and to walk around with you, with you, your club top on, and people say, "Who's that player over there?" Well that's that lad he went when played at Twickenham, you know. So it, it's it's brilliant, it's fantastic. You make sure that gets on that website.
0: <laughs> and Sean, <laughs> if you're ever passing, if you buy him a pint, he'll tell you the full story. I've got the video. It's on, <laughs> it's
2: on Vita, but I've got the video. <laughs> it's black and white pictures, is it not? <laughs> I'll be there, I'll be
1: there.
2: <laughs> I'll be there. So so what does the rest of the summer look like for the club? On, on and off the field
0: um, at the moment um, pre-season flat out loads of people going on holidays <laughs> loads of um, things coming together getting more people down slowly but surely introducing people uh, back in we're doing it in phase stages and everything else but I know as of from Monday it's, it's uh, gloves off and we can go back full health for leather back at each other which would be amazing to get scrums and line outs and everything <laughs> going again and um, for pre-season, we've got our first cup match on the twenty-eighth of August uh, for the first team, and then the second start their league the week after. And then, as you know, it just snowballs, and Christmas comes around, and we've got bubbly hats on again, and we're drinking mulled wine. So happy days <laughs> roll on uh, the new season. <laughs> a few, a few
1: socials as well. Um, so we had, uh, we all met in the pub, socially distanced last Saturday. Watch uh, first England, and then we watch the Lions afterwards. Uh, and what we're hoping to do also now, now if the the you know the the COVID restrictions are starting to lift, is hopefully get a few of the old players down, a few of the old Colts down, so that we can watch the the, the first one of the tests and enjoy. it. Hopefully Ben's selected, to, to Tom selected to play, um, and we can we can all reminisce and shout at the screen as soon as he touches the ball. No, so that's something that we're we're looking forward to do is to put a few socials on, um, and we'll get we'll get shouted at Pembo if we don't mention our firewalk. Oh Christ! Yeah, we've got to, yeah are you doing uh, it? Uh, I don't know. Yeah, I've got, I've got <laughs> so we're doing it. There's a charity firewalk down at the club. I think that's the eleventh of September, off the top of my head. So our secretary George Richards has um, has pulled this together. She's done a really good job. Um, so there's, this, there's, there's a firm, and I can't remember the life of me for the name of the firm, but they're going to set up a, a, a firework for, for, for sponsorship, for charity. Uh, and we've got people coming down to do like this, I don't know, once in a lifetime thing to work on hot coals um, and mind over matter. So that's on the 11th of September. There's a, there's a women's game uh, beforehand. There's, there's, a, hopefully there's a blokes game beforehand as well. Um, and we could try and make it a big rugby club uh, atmosphere and kick, so we can kick off the, the season, as it means to go on, you know, in confident, buoyant mood, having some fun, watching some rugby, having a laugh and having a drink.
2: Sounds perfect, doesn't it? The perfect day, isn't it? It's the perfect, probably apart from the walking on the hot coals bit, it's pretty much perfect, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you could I- I'll sponsor
0: you Sean if you want to pop down. There's no problem. <laughs>
2: uh, fortunately, I uh, I'm busy that day. I've got a game <laughs> that day. Our season starts that day, sounds old. Um uh so where where do you see the club in in the next 6 12 18 months, Nick? For me, we've
0: got a fantastic group of lads in the senior. I know the ladies as well. They're um, really strong. They are putting in a, um, a development team out this year. I think the ladies will be there or thereabouts in the top of the table at the end of the year. Really pushing from promotion once again, and it, I'm really interested in development squad that these. Other players, fringe players, are getting week in, week out games and getting a good, a good eighty minutes. And not only that, is senior players playing out of position and trying to develop their awareness of the game and all the other, you know, athletic prowess that they can provide in it. The academy, I just can't wait to see this kick on. I really, really can't wait to see this kick on because there's so much work on end, so much enthusiasm. Um, I I do have to bring a notepad with me every time I go down there to try and keep up with the information that's coming from there. It's it's absolutely brilliant. And the senior men, the group of guys we've got there, and the passion and heart they're putting in at this moment in time, with our new coach and defensive role, um, following on from John Farron and his attacking role, we're just going to have the perfect yin and yang for a game of rugby so we'll be uh, we'll be pushing promotion this year and next year again so yeah. that's uh, yeah. that's my prediction
2: that um so finally before before we get to the sort of the last question which is is very much Lions based uh I've got to pay those things called bills uh and Canterbury who are very kindly putting these on for us this summer um they have a new jersey uh that you can get customized uh it's, it's very much inspired by the Lions it's called the Riona. um it's got the same color it's got everything uh, exactly the same as the Lions are wearing down in South Africa and if you're a Lions origins club you can get the patch uh sewn in at the bottom and you can show it off show everyone uh, in rugby circles that you are one of the 681 lions origins clubs uh and if you go to canterbury.com play with their customizer it's, uh, it's it's good fun even if you're not if you even if you're not buying it uh all the links are in the bios and the descriptions of all of this so yeah check out canterbury.com and finally then um we'll start with you andy um just give us some of your favourite Lions memories over the years. Um, favourite player, favorite, you know, uh, entirely up to you.
1: So I think um, the, the, the first Lions tour that really sticks out to me was South Africa 97, I think it was. It was the same year we got to Twickenham. <laughs> you got uh, to Twickenham? You got <laughs>
0: to
2: Twickenham?
1: <laughs> uh, we, we did, yeah. We played We played Harpenden, but back to, back to the Lions. <laughs> So, um, That's
2: some, that could be another podcast.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So uh, It was a good friend of mine, Mike Parker. He uh, he lived in a, a house in Nantwich. Um, a nice little front room. He was the only man in the club that had Sky. Um, so he had about 20 guys in his front room um, every Saturday watching the, watching the Lions. And we had some good drinks watching the Lions from, uh, I don't know, from 10 o'clock in the morning. Although kickoff wasn't until four o'clock, five o'clock in the <laughs> afternoon. And then we would spill out into town and we had such the camaraderie it just it was just what crew which is all about then you fast forward to um i would say um the, the the uh new zealand tour um probably what 16 years ago uh i was talking to my mate and he'd been he'd been to new zealand dan, dan potts been new zealand and he'd seen what new zealand rugby was all about and he goes we're not going to win a test and he was right but um, we uh, we were in the pub from, I would say, five o'clock in the morning for our sponsor, the boot and shoe, uh, till five o'clock, twelve, six o'clock, seven o'clock at night. There was another memory. Uh, and then from there, the Lions parties from, from Crew Nance, which have just been just been great. Australia, when we a few few friends flew out to Australia after one of the tests, one after the, one of the, 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 the warm up games, and then they watched all of the tests. Uh, and while well, we were in the boot and shoe, and then uh, last year uh, when it was the so four years ago when it was with um, New Zealand again, um, we filled up the the Wickstead pub, our, our sponsor. We filled up the, the Vine with with supporters watching watching the games, and it was trying to run around Nantwich early in the morning at five or six o'clock to see which pub was going to be open to watch it. Uh, <laughs> And it was it was just just the the atmosphere it brings, and then you you see all of that uh, what happens with, with the lions, um, and then that's a good recruiting tool for us as well because people say oh you're you from Croydon, and I oh I'll come down or they bring their kids down and then they come and watch or come and play, uh, and and it's it's just great you know my my family have all played rugby, my, me and my brothers Martin and Chris you know coached by my dad, um, we, rugby's part of it is massive part of our life and it, now it's part of our kids' life. You know, all of my brothers' kids play rugby. All my kids have played rugby. You know, so it's it's massive part of our life. And and the Lions is just puts the icing on the cake for me. It's brilliant. Can't fault it.
2: Wow, lovely. That's absolutely brilliant. We've like, this is what number six of five or six of these, and everyone's given a moment. A Driscoll, Jason Robinson, J- Jeremy Gascott. But you've actually you've summed up the Lions in in literally a minute it's getting together it's watching the games it's creating those memories uh, that will stick you know you knew where you were in 97 you knew where you were in 01 that's that to me that is absolutely brilliant Uh, so Nick uh, top that I'm not as familiar with the pubs in Antwich. I know the churches more. Uh,
0: St. Dan's and St. Mary's would be the two I frequent most. Uh, but I would uh... And so and Budweiser. <laughs> two, two, two of the biggest ones for me would have been um, uh, this line, uh, Brian O'Driscoll, when the South Africans decided to soften us up rather than play rugby against us. And this this series already we had nothing in the in the matches, and then the other night they softened us up again. <laughs> they went to us, and we're we're going to have to have step up to the mark. And I think that when Brian O'Driscoll knocked that lad on his arse, that was uh, that brought everybody together. And that I I remember that very distinctive at the time, and thinking, wow, he's brought everybody together on that. And then the other one which I uh, I'll never forget was at a wedding in Kilkenny, and we got up early to watch him. Um, the last test against New Zealand and they had that penalty kick in the middle of the park and the pub was packed at seven o'clock in the morning with bacon rolls and pints of Guinness. And I was furious with my dad because I said, he's got a kick for the corner. He can't take the kick. And 300 guys turned around, shut up, you dickhead.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> so yeah, I, rem- I remember the passion, we'll take a half against New Zealand all day long. But you know, I'm, I'm an optimistic fullback and I will always run it if I ever get a chance. <laughs> so uh, That's why I never got picked for the Lions, but I'll finish with that one.
2: <laughs> absolutely brilliant. Chats, look, it's been absolutely brilliant to speak to you. I look forward to coming up for that beer very soon. Um, where can people find you on social media nick andy <laughs> that's
0: not my, that's not my domain hey we're, we're on uh, facebook we're on instagram we are we've got a web page um Bitch. say again pitch hero through that pitch yeah. hero yes yeah, sorry yeah yeah so um yeah i'm good i'm good at all things rugby and agricultural but web pages <laughs> are not my uh forte
1: yeah. <laughs> Crew and Antwitch.com on on, on Facebook, put Crew and Antwitch Rugby Club on pitch hero, uh, Instagram, um, which is which we're on there. If you search us Crew and Antwitch uh, rugby club, it's the it's the big one in the in the, in the headlights. You know, you wanna look at that one.
0: And if if you look up finals from ninety six, um Twickenham, you might find it's there as
2: well. Yeah, ninety seven. <laughs> <No>, sorry, sorry. <laughs> Oh, chaps, absolutely brilliant. Thank you, Nick. Thank you, Andy. Uh, thank you to Canterbury for putting these on. Uh, we're here on every match day. Uh, and thank you, everyone, for watching and listening. Uh, we'll, we'll catch you uh, next Saturday. Cheers. Cheers, Thank you. Cheers. Bye.